I define myself as a servant leader, a mom, and a big dreamer. I'm a technology and business executive. Today, I'm working for PwC, which is like an audit and consulting firm. It's part of the big four company, driving technology transformation for the entire field, but also driving transformation for our clients. That's only a less complicated version of what Patricia Pedom Nunu, a Cameroonian technology leadership expert with 18 years of experience, does. Basically, a consultancy role as are helping tech businesses discover the potential areas they should focus on that can give them massive outcomes. On the side, she is passionate about mentoring young African leaders in a bid to build a generation of Africans that can rightly portray the continent's potentials to the world. Welcome to another episode of Expert and African, where we spotlight African tech specialists and their journey from newbie to expert. In this episode, we look into the life of Patricia Pedom Nunu, the Transformation Director and Technology Leader at the international audit and consulting firm PwC in Sub-Saharan Francophone Africa. She's strongly passionate about empowering African youth and helping organization heads understand what it takes to lead and be successful at it. Patricia's background has a comical and impressive tone to it. A good place to begin is a vital trait she has had since she was a child and that has fueled a consistent professional climb. While growing up, I was a very, very stubborn kid and tried to question everything. And at that moment, I think that my mind was just bubbling to try to understand the environment. And when I was asking questions, I just asked my mom and dad, why do we have to do this? Why do we have to do this? And then my mom was, just because I say so, right? And that was pissing me off a lot. Although it's often got her in trouble, this attribute has a silver lining. Being stubborn made her choose to be independent early in life. For a start, she explains how this curiosity has made her unsatisfied with the status quo and the driving nudge to do things differently. So that developed like a solution and challenging type of mindset. I think that is very important if you want to grow in technology because things are changing so, so fast. In the African setting, a child with such qualities can be considered difficult. However, Patricia regards one of her privileges as growing up around understanding parents who found a way to manage and help her direct her curiosity in the right direction. Patricia takes her roots in Yaoundé, the Cameroonian capital, growing up as the only girl child among three other siblings in a middle-class home. Since she was a kid, Patricia loved to read. And that's only one of the qualities that stood her out as a student. She proudly describes herself as a brilliant, top-of-class A student. And there are proofs to show that. During her final year in high school, she got a scholarship into a two-year preparatory program at a top French engineering school, Telecom Sous Paris, in France. Of course, she aced the entrance examination and was set to resume school. But little did she know she was in for a life lesson, one that lingers in her subconscious till today. I was shocked. The first mark that I got at class was a 3.5 over 20. And I called back my dad and said, oh, dad, you know what? I'm going back home. 
this is insane. I've never had this type of mark in my life. How come I'm not even reaching the average? You bet she wasn't going to have it that easy. And my dad told me something that was very, very crucial in the way I see things today. He said, you know what? You got the scholarship to represent Cameroon because I got like a scholarship for excellence to go there. So you're not there just for you, but you're also there for all the people that are looking at you and expecting that scholarship to happen. So stop being childish. And I know that you can do it. Think about what you don't do and what you need to improve in order to make this happen. But running away is never a solution, Patricia, especially when you are not doing it only for yourself, but also for the generation behind you. At the time, 80-year-old Patricia found it a hard pill to swallow, but her dad said he would only allow her to return home if she genuinely didn't like it there and not because of this curse. But how else could she confirm what she felt about the school if not to get back her good grades first? Ironically, it didn't get better immediately, but it eventually did when a mathematics teacher approached her with another piece of encouragement after noticing how tense she often looked during tests and examinations. He told her, You have to compete against yourself. The moment that you have given the maximum that you can give, then you should be proud of you. Don't try to look around and try to compete the other John and Smith or whatever, focus on yourself first and by the moment that you will shift the heads up, you will see all the journey that you have done and potentially you will be in front of others. At the end of the two years, she was back at the top of her class and it was clear that she actually liked it there. After that, she got another scholarship for a three-year course equivalent to a master's in management and information systems and finance in the same engineering school. But that's not the only twist to what happened that changed her mindset and career direction. I always wanted to be a surgeon. That was my dream. I wanted to be independent. At that moment when I got my high school diploma and I got that scholarship, I was like, not depending from my parents anymore because the scholarship was only for engineering school. I said, can I have a scholarship for medical? She said, no, 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 they're medical doctors now. So we really wanted to drive the engineering field in Francophone Africa. So the scholarship was only for engineering school. So I said, okay, we're we doing engineering. And my dad was like, oh, that was never your dream. I said, I will be independent. So no more you on my back. And it got even more interesting in her final year as an engineering student. Patricia had always had her eyes on the United States for a funny reason. I was a kid, eh? I find those American guys, when I look at all the music and whatever, I say, oh, the American guys are so beautiful. So I need to go to America. Obviously. This mattered less by the time she eventually got an opportunity to be in the US. The opportunity came in form of an internship at KPMG, whose consulting arm was called Bearing Points as of the time in New York. But this wasn't an easy fit either because the internship was never for students in her school. Patricia promptly acted on a tip from a friend at a different school that an American company would do interviews to fill some internship roles. She visited the school and was luckily not turned away, probably because of her confidence. In the end, she did exceptionally well in all the stages of interview, which, to be fair, she intensely prepared for. She won their ads 
and was given the role despite her ineligibility in terms of not attending the school that the recruiter was an alumnus. I knew what I wanted and I was actually bold enough to go after it and it turns out to go well. I'm a very demanding person, not only mm. for the team, demanding for myself as well because remember for me mm excellence first and this is also reflected in her career journey apparently patricia had proven herself not to be the typical girl child it was unsurprising that she wasn't terrified at the thought of starting her career at 23 in a country that is thousands of miles away from home and she climbed the ladder so fast that in nine years she had accomplished so much by taking up consulting and project management roles in two of the big four u.s consulting firms that is pwc and kpmg all the while that she was in new york but it wasn't long before she began having a yearning that needed to be addressed urgently I start looking at things from a different perspective. I'm like, I'm here enjoying my life and what am I doing for the continent? Which value do I bring back? And I keep asking those questions and at some point I decided that, you know what, I wanted to try going back. She requested a 12-month family leave to go back to Cameroon. During her visit, she decided to get a feel of work by freelancing at an organization as a mentor and coach for teenagers and youth. And she considers that period very inspiring. After spending a little over a year back in the US, she began planning a relocation to Cameroon. I had that calling. It's like, you know, Motherland was just calling me. It wasn't necessarily the most rational decision. It was tough because I was already a very independent man and growing up outside, living again in New York has actually strengthened that independence mind. And when I came back, I had a clash of culture because from a woman perspective, they don't expect me to be like that. Okay, And it was a challenge at work. It was a challenge in the environment and in the society. As is characteristic of her, Patricia insisted on not changing to fit the status quo. But after a while, she decided to do things differently without it affecting her individuality. Having in mind that she had spent those years in an English-speaking environment, she needed to learn the ropes anew in a francophone work condition. It took me actually two years to try to understand the environment. Shifting that mindset from anglophone to this francophone environment was quite challenging for me. Thanks God, I managed to find my way and trying to balance things. Hi, I'm Abisola Adenuga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa, and I'm here with good news. Do you know you can present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Do you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint Africa marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. Begin your journey to generating leads for your business and getting instant feedback on your products and services. To know more, reach out by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description. Together, we can take your business to the next level. 
Patricia considers herself a stubborn and servant leader, but it took a whole lot of experience to arrive at that. After her relocation, Patricia got into MTN Cameroon in 2011. The first team she led in Cameroon became the turning point in her career in servant leadership. Given where she was coming from, she was more concerned about getting work done than having to care about what was going on with the people she was leading. And after the first assessment survey where leaders are rated, she realized her team's perception of her. They thought she was mean and unkind and that made her reconsider her leadership style. As a leader, it was challenging because now I understand that the culture piece is quite important. And if I want to succeed, I need to leave that independent American heart somewhere and try to understand the environment because success is also how you make sure that you achieve your objective within the constraints that you have, whether cultural constraint, team constraint, personal constraint. But more lessons lie ahead. Patricia started as a chief information officer at MCN Cameroon, after which she led the customer operations department. We were serving about 10 million customers at that time, and I went from a team of 20 people to a team of 400. And first year, I failed in my objectives because making 400 people dancing the tango is not easy. So someone were dancing salsa, other tango, other cha-cha, other pedicale or whatever. Everyone was not dancing the same dance. After an analysis of the situation, she realized where she might have gotten it wrong. And when you have been like a kind of an A profile, you tend to think that you can control everything and then you can do it yourself. You know, if 20% is fine, you don't do it, you say, okay, I can do it myself and then we go. But once there is an organization, delegation becomes very quite important because you cannot do everything. And if you want to achieve, you have to push people to do what they have to do and to do it the right way. Patricia did not only take responsibility for it. For me, it was a personal failure, right? It was not just the team could not deliver. I'm like, okay, maybe if the team could not deliver, the, the problem is me. She decided to develop leadership capabilities after noticing how a background in engineering is not enough to help her in a new role. And it was at that moment she began an intentional climb to becoming the best version of a leader she could be in 2018. She started an academy where she coaches women and young people on how to be excellent. She would regularly share failure stories and the lessons she had learned from them on LinkedIn. It was quite fulfilling. Not most of the leaders are taking on the performance on them. I'm like, okay, maybe if the team could not deliver, the, the problem is me. You have to take the time to be able to nurture and push the team to them to become highly performant. Nonetheless, she confirms that one of the skills that stand out for her is critical thinking, which she learned as an engineer. As a consultant, she has owned the ability to present an idea and convince people to buy into it, as well as the ability to point out the value and impact her effort is generating. She even co-authored a book titled The X Factor, where she shared how she's leveraging her faith to be a good servant leader while aiming for the top. At the end of that phase, she had gained a lot of valuable lessons from her own experience and other examples of poor leadership. She has learned patience, empathy, and consideration. 
After seven years at MTN Cameroon, Patricia joined PwC again, this time to be a transformation lead for Sub-Saharan Francophone Africa. Currently in her role, she trains tech people to look beyond technical skills, to learn leadership, management, presentation, and negotiation skills. I went back to the consulting field where I'm helping my clients to make the organization, the technology function up and also to drive business growth. Addressing our moves across industries, she explains how they are often based on circumstances. One was because a respected boss changed companies and she was interested in moving with them. The other was because of relocation and another was because her role was suspended in the company. However, she learned to open a new page whenever she gets to a new company instead of importing what applies in the past company. On the other hand, she insisted her moves have made her to be well-rounded as she has performed in various roles across Cortec, commercial, customer experience, among others. She shares her opinion about when the best time to move around is. So one of the mentors that I gave to my team, the moment you are not learning anymore, it's time to move. If you are not growing, you are not learning, you don't have perspective, time to move around. So keep that in mind because you are losing extremely valuable time, especially when you are at the start of your career or middle of your career. The options are still very large because you are a junior or medium level. Okay. Don't lose time because it's the growth that you will achieve in your first 10-15 years of your career that you will capitalize in the next one. Because at some point, at a certain level, people are not looking at your competencies anymore. They're looking at your reference as an expert in the field. Patricia explains the three levels in a career. The first is where you do any job that comes your way just to gain experience and probably to make ends meet. The second is when you're beginning to be seen as an expert. At that point, you dictate the kind of job you take. The third stage is where you are head-hunted or recommended for professional roles. Although Patricia is quite vocal and keen about her professional life, she has other areas that drive her consistency. She speaks proudly of her family and partner, who by the way might have been a huge motivation for her relocation to Cameroon. Proud to be a mother of two, Patricia says, When I'm done at work, they keep me on my toes. And the most important thing that I want to leave legacy through them. On lessons that have stuck with her for the most part of her life, Patricia she alludes to her experience back at the preparatory school that has helped her productivity. I don't mind not being at the top, but what I really mind is giving the best and be excellent at what I do to the maximum of my capacity. If at the end of the day I do the math and I'm confident that I've given my best, I can sleep well. Not only that, she had the privilege of having parents who constantly drum the need to be excellent into her. She and her siblings are always told to live by the goal of aiming for the best, even though they can be the fifth on a list of five winners. If there is five person, that means you should be the fifth. If there is fourth, you should be the fourth. If there is three, you should be the third. But if there is only one, you should aim to be the one. On the question of what she thinks about the bias she stood to face as a young francophone African woman in the US, she says, 
I'm not saying it does not exist, it does exist, but if you are able to not see it, to be able not to focus too much of your energy on it, and not try to justify yourself and prove people to who you are, I'm sure you will find areas where you can leapfrog your performance and perform. On an average weekday, Patricia starts her day by preparing her kids for school. She exercises and then have her meetings in the morning before focusing on work and attending to clients. Meanwhile, she spends time with her family on evenings and weekends. By the way, Patricia has quite a controversial opinion about work-life balance. Let me say there is no work-life balance. It's a utopia. You cannot have work-life balance. You cannot have it all. Maybe I've never achieved it, but for me, I don't see if you want to grow the ladder, you want to be a strong professional, there are few sacrifices that you make on the way. So you have to pick your top three. Whether it's family, work, hmm. whatever, pick your top three and know that you juggle. To stay productive at work, she adopts the two-minute rule and uses her calendar app consistently. She also encourages stand-up meetings and proper delegation. Patricia likes to read, travel, exercise, and have quality family time. Thank you for listening to Expert and African. This episode was proudly sponsored by the Tech Point African Business Team. Adapted and narrated by Oluwanifemi Kolawole. You can send me a mail at oluwanifemi at techpoint.africa. For more stories on startups and innovation, visit techpoint.africa.